Welcome to Thy Kingdom Comma. Thy Kingdom Comma is a Christian living blog and podcast dedicated to engaging conversations about applying God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and it's my hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Hey, everybody. This is Anthony. Thanks so much for joining me. Welcome back. It's great to be with you with another edition of Thy Kingdom Comma. Today, we're going to be talking about why don't we pray more? Uh, what are some reasons that, frankly, we as Christians don't pray as much as we ought to? And I don't mean in a uh, quantitative set number of minutes every day. I mean qualitative, in a quality way. But uh, a couple of other things I wanted to talk about. As you're listening to this, if you're listening to this when I release it, uh, I will be at the Shepherds Conference at Los Angeles and John MacArthur's church. So if you're there this week, um, I would love to meet you. Uh, I'll be around. So hopefully we get to, to meet one another. I'm really excited. This is my first time there. So uh, I'm just, I'm thrilled to be there. So I hope to see you there. I'm, I know Andrew Rappaport is there from strivingforeternity.org. I uh, hope you've uh, heard of Andrew before, and I hope you've visited his website and take a look at his ministry. He's doing some really cool things. He's also basically the head of, I don't know if officially I can call him the head of, the, but I guess so, uh, the, the Christian podcast community. If you've not checked that out, if you go out to strivingforeternity.org, you can check out the Christian podcast community and see some of the shows that are out there. Uh, some neat, neat podcasts. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so that's, that's really exciting. That was actually something I had no plan, no intention of being out at the, the Shepherds Conference. And then literally last week, the Lord gave me an opportunity that, as far as I'm concerned, I don't play the lottery, but I won the lottery. I mean, it was just a totally uh, out of the blue. The Lord just shocked me when a friend of mine said, uh, hey, are you able to uh, take some time off of work and you want to go to the uh, Shepherds Conference? And I was like, yeah. Uh, and then what was really cool about it was like one after the other after the other, the Lord just lined everything up. And so anyway, I, I just thank God for the opportunity. It's just a, a really a lifetime opportunity to me, and I am especially grateful. So if you're listening to this, hopefully we get to, to meet up. That'd be great. Also, I wanted to say too, April 25th, 2020, April 25th, 2020, here in Greenville, South Carolina, the, is the Christianity Explored National Conference. So uh, if you're in the Greenville area or you can commute to Greenville, I would encourage you to sign up and attend the event. Um, the 24th is their, like, I guess like their fundraising night. It's a Friday night. And then the 25th is their um, annual conference uh, with the speakers and everything. And the, the theme this year is building bridges to the gospel. So that's the, that's the theme this year. They're going to have uh, speakers. Rico Tice is coming over from... UK, he'll be he'll be speaking and a few others, and it's going to be at Heritage Bible Church, uh, which is right in Greer. It's 2005 Old Spartanburg Road in Greer, South Carolina, and uh, actually it's kind of cool. I don't live that far away from there, 
and if you've not heard of Christianity Explored, what it is, is it's basically like a seven-week home Bible study, an evangelistic home Bible study to obviously point people to, to Christ. So um, I'll read from their website for a second just to let you know. Um, they say, what, what's the best news you've ever heard? Was it surprising? Did it change the way you think? Or was it something you wanted to be true but didn't dare hope? Christianity Explored is a way of sharing the best news ever heard and gives people space and time to think about the big questions of life. Over seven sessions in Mark's Gospel, find out more about the life of the person at the heart of the Christian faith, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, Christianity Explored, uh, it's a neat ministry. And their North American branch is actually based here in Greenville as well. So, uh, in fact, maybe I can try to get uh, Alan from that ministry on the, on the show to talk about this. That, that'd be kind of neat. So, I want to encourage you, um, I'll put a link in the show notes where you can register on Eventbrite if you can attend. I think it's like $30. for. That would be great if you could attend and support that. Uh, but I wanted to share with you, uh, out of Mark's Gospel, we'll look at two passages. Uh, in Mark chapter one, uh, at the end of, or middle of the chapter, starting in verse twenty nine, uh, yeah, verse thirty two. I'm sorry, Mark one verse thirty two. That evening at sundown, they brought to him, that's Jesus, all who were sick or oppressed by the demons, by, or by demons, and the whole city was gathered together at the door, and he healed many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. So again, the context is that evening at sundown, right? At sundown, the whole town comes out, basically, and they, they bring their, their sick and their demon-possessed to Jesus. So how long this went on, we have no idea. How late it went, we have no idea. But notice what happens next. Verse 35, And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. Isn't that interesting? That even though the Lord didn't get a full night's sleep, he made a point of getting up early and going out. And obviously, you know, it's dark and probably cool. I mean, even in the summertime, right, we find it, it cool uh, in the mornings. You know, we're, we're accustomed to the warmer days, but in the mornings, it's, it's cool to us. So whatever it was, it was dark, probably cool, and he went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. So that's that's one passage I wanted us to look at. Another one is a little further into Mark in chapter 6. It says in verse 45, uh, this is after the feeding of the 5,000, Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go on before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, where he dismissed the crowd. And after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray. So once again, after a full day of ministry, the Lord sends the disciples away, and then he sends the crowds away, and then he goes off by himself to pray. And so I think that's really important for us, and I think it's a good way to, to start this discussion, because it seems like oftentimes we have a hard time starting to pray. And when I say pray... I don't mean simply asking God for help, right? We we can do that plenty. We, we seem to have no problem asking God for this or for that. What I mean when I talk about prayer is 
is exactly what we see the Lord doing, making a point of getting alone with God. That's, I think, something that we lack. Oh, we should always want to be able to spend more time with the Lord and to be more prayerful. That, that should be the, the ache of our hearts, right? But why do we sometimes find it difficult to pray? Well, here are some ideas. Uh, and I'm just going to run through a list and maybe I'll make some comments on them. But, and if you have another idea, if you have another reason why, feel free to email me at show at thykingdomcomma.com. Show at thykingdomcomma.com. By the way, uh, if you want show notes for this, visit www.thykingdomcomma forward slash nine. Thykingdomcomma.com forward slash nine. So, we'll talk about reasons we don't pray right after this. If you like what you're hearing, would you sign up to get email updates? You'll get to find out whenever a new episode or a blog post appears. All you have to do is go to thykingdomcomma.com and sign up. When you do, you'll receive a PDF of a month-long devotional that goes with the reading of the Gospel of John. It's yours free when you sign up. So we're trying to think of reasons that we don't pray or maybe don't pray consistently regularly. And so here are some, some reasons I came up with in no particular order. Uh, but I would say the first reason is laziness. The first reason we don't pray is laziness. Sometimes we, uh, you know, I know for myself, like for instance, if I overeat and I'm stuffed, I'm just, I don't want to do anything cause I'm stuffed. I'm lazy. I don't want to do anything. And the last thing I really want to do, I know this sounds kind of strange, but is really prey on a full stomach. It, it just makes you sleepy and lazy and you just don't want to do anything. Uh, but other times we're lazy for different reasons. So laziness is a reason we may choose in, in a given time not to pray. By the way, I hope that when the Holy Spirit urges you to pray, that you listen. Do you do that? Uh, it, it's something that I learned somewhere from someone, right? Uh, as you walk with the Lord more, you, you know, the Lord, there's all this kind of stuff that just comes into your life and you have no idea who taught it to you. But that was something that somebody taught me somewhere along the way is, you know, as the, the Holy Spirit urges you to pray, listen to him and obey him and pray 10 reasons or, or more reasons, reasons that we don't pray laziness, distractions, right? We're distracted by, oh my goodness, the stupid phone, the, the buzzes, the dings, the, the different notices and, and all these things. A text message comes in, an email comes in. Our phones, just the, the phone itself is a world of distractions, but there's so many other distractions. We can be distracted by, by everything, by just everything. The chair we're sitting in is not comfortable. The position, if you, if you kneel when you pray, you know, you get distracted by your blood circulation, you know, in your, in your knees or whatever the case is, distractions. Uh, also, of course, you know, we're just distracted by leisure activities. There's so many things that vie for our attentions that we don't pray. We say, oh, well, I'm just going to flop on the couch, watch some TV for a couple hours and zone out. 
And I'm not saying that that's wrong, you know, every now and then to do that. Uh, a few hours a week, that's, you know, you want to watch something that's at least somewhat edifying or whatever. Uh, you know, that's a whole other topic. But, you know, watching TV in and of itself isn't bad. Sitting on the couch that you own isn't bad. But we can be dist- driven to distraction is what I'm saying. Busyness. Busyness is another reason that I think we don't often make a concerted, regular effort to really seek the Lord in prayer. We are just so busy. And then maybe by the end of our busyness, we have no energy left to to concentrate, to to be with the Lord. And really, to pray, to really spend time with the Lord, it does take mental energy. Now, I'll say this. I have found, and you probably have too, that when there are times that I didn't really want to pray, or I was too tired, or I said, oh, you know, you're too tired. Just go to bed. You'll feel better. Pray in the morning. Sometimes if I make the effort to start to pray, it's it's really pretty funny. It's like it it invigorates you, and the Holy Spirit helps in that time and invigorates you to keep on praying. Uh, there have been times when, you know, I was so tired, I, I didn't even want to pray, but I did because I I. I wanted to be obedient, and so I'd start praying, and then next thing I know, a chunk of time passes, and I'm like, wow, that's that's really cool. I'm, I'm invigorated. So, busyness is a reason that we sometimes don't pray. How about this? How about guilt and shame from sin, right? We know that there's something going on between us and the Lord that we need to talk about. The Holy Spirit's convicting us about it, but we don't. So, there's that whole guilt and shame, right? The whole Adam and Eve and a hiding from God kind of a thing. Well, there again, that's just not trusting in the promises of God, trusting in what the Word says, trusting that we can go to the Lord, uh, like John talks about in First John, and confess our sins, uh, and He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we believe the lies from the accuser saying, you shouldn't be praying right now. You're you're not you're not worthy to pray, or whatever the case is. That whatever lies he wants to put in our heads, um, or we just frankly we don't want to repent yet. There are times that I know I should be praying. I know I should be reading my Bible, but in that moment I don't want to repent. I'm not ready to repent, and so there's this spiritual battle that goes on. And finally, I just have to tell myself, Anth, you're being an idiot. Go and pray. Laziness, distractions, busyness, false guilt, shame. Those are just four, and we're already out of time. And I've got more. So I'm going to save these for another episode. Because I started talking about uh, the Shepherds Conference, and I started talking about Christianity Explored. We'll come back and pick up more reasons why we don't pray next time. How about that? All right, but in the meantime, I hope that these kind of stir your heart And do motivate you to pray, to go and be alone with the Lord, to do like what Jesus did in his earthly life and make time, make it a priority to go and be alone and seek the Lord. All right. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening. You are such an encouragement to me. uh, So thank you for that. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with a friend. Go out to Apple Podcasts and give us a 
good old honest review. That would be great if you would do that. Be very helpful. If uh, you have any ideas for the show, email me at show at thykingdomcomma.com. And, uh, and that's it. So God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Well, that wraps up our show for today. Be sure to join us next time as we dig deeper into God's Word apply it to our lives. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please tell others. You can visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash thykingdomcomma, or you can visit us on the web at thykingdomcomma.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.